0: Back into the woods. Can you gonna take, take my Playboy magazine? I was about to say, I'm taking the Playboy no!
1: with me. <laughs> a great way to end Act 1. So, as we go into Act 2, we're going to go into a tilt. So how we establish the tilt is, oh, first of all, Travis has to give up his die. I
2: do. And I'm going to give this to Bradley. Okay. You get a good die.
1: Okay. So you have your collection of die. And now these die you guys are going to keep throughout the game through Act 2. So hold on to them. We should probably put the rest of the die into like a central pile or just somewhere where we're not going to forget them or whatnot. So take your die and you're going to roll them. And then you're going to subtract from each other. So you're going to try to find what number are you. If you roll a total of a five black and two white, you are three black. So try to find those numbers. So I rolled an 11 for black and three for white. So I am eight black.
3: Five black.
0: Five black, six white.
1: Okay. So what we're looking for is the winner of black and white. So Travis and I both had the highest numbers of our respected colors. Okay. Okay. So those are the numbers we can play with me and Travis. So Travis, if you want on your uh, PDF that I gave you, there is a tilt table on page 12 and we're going to be deciding what bad things happen there are six more categories you're going to choose the first category or i can and then we'll do the same and then we'll choose for the other person's subcategory so first i am going to establish the scene by is there a two on the board becky Yep. there is so i'm going to say the natives arrive so the natives arrive in and then travis you're going to choose a category and then you're going to choose the subcategory for mine is there a five? Yep. Group dynamics. Okay. Now, Travis, go to where it says the natives arrived, which was mine, and you can choose mine. And I'm going to choose for yours.
2: All right. Uh, what do we have for numbers?
3: One, three, five, and
2: six. One, three, five, and six.
1: So the natives are going to arrive and something else.
2: All right. And demonstrate the castaways to be the real savages. Interesting.
3: What number is that?
2: Uh,
1: two, two, three, three. What numbers we have left, Becky?
3: One, five, and six.
1: Okay. Group dynamics, which was Travis's, the other big tilt. Besides the locals on the island, think that we are the savages. Is that someone is going to be vanishing? So we're gonna have to decide who, and that does will that come some- into play later. Th- these things don't just happen at once. These are things that we're gonna play into the story for Act Two. And does what have number to be one- is that? Uh, six. And then um, you can put these die back. Oh. Yeah, put them back in the middle.
0: And so is, does it have to be one of us or like an NPC that's finishing or what?
1: Um, it can be an NPC, but it can't just be someone like the women talk to at all. It's got to be someone of importance that it affects the story.
0: So like the Russian guy?
1: It could be the Russian guy, yeah.
0: Or um, the gorilla.
1: The gorilla already kind of vanished. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gone. Or one of us. Or one of us, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go into Act 2. With this one, anytime a dice is given to you, you are stuck with that die. And we have eight more scenes that we're going to play out. And then the movie is going to end. And we're going to go into the aftermath and find how the story uh, wraps up. Remember, we're going to try our best to resolve these needs and goals before the end. But we're going to find out what happens at the end. Probably some unfortunate things. Okay, so... Let's go into it. I'm going to start the first scene. At this point, Denny has been through a lot. He's been robbed by this homeless man who's been (laughs) living on this island for 30 years. Um, He probably wet his pants a little bit. And he just saw the Zeppelin go down and he was like powerless to stop it. I am going to choose to establish the scene. And my scene is going to be me out in the woods because I'm going to vanish from you guys. I can't stand you guys. You guys have just been bullying me and forcing me to do everything I do not want to do. I'm going to go back out into the woods, and I'm just going to go sit on a stump. And my goal is to try to get the courage to walk away from you guys and try to be like the old man and establish my own base and try to live here and try to escape by myself myself. The person I would like to talk to in this scene, I would like Travis to step in and play as Travi the gorilla. (laughs) Who comes in and maybe he's not violent to me this time and I'm going to try to talk to him. Just like a human would talk to a dog when they're distressed. I'm going to talk to this gorilla and try to reason out my way of life. Maybe he's a little smarter than an average gorilla. Who knows?
3: He's definitely a little friskier than your average
1: oh, gorilla. No.
0: Twas beauty that killed the beast. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> so I look at you and I go, look at you, Travi. You were once locked away and now you're free. And yet it is I, the so- the so-called human with greater intelligence that is still locked in his cage. <clears throat> smash what do you smash you oh he just like hit me mm-hmm. okay you're not pretty sorry yeah that's fair okay so i put up my hand and go please travis stop i only bear you goodwill yeah you're not stopping to smash Okay, you just keep hitting me, and hitting me, hitting me, and I'm going to try to pull away. I'm going to reach over as I'm trying to struggle to get away from you. I'm going to grab a banana or like a mango. Yeah, I'll say a mango that fell onto the ground. I'm going to present to you to hopefully distract you from just smash me forever. As I might have felt, my shoulder might have popped out from your just rough Oh, we're smashing. going for your ankles. We want to break both your ankles. Okay.
0: <laughs> now, Austin, uh, can you describe for the audience, have you ever, do you know what either of those experiences feel like? Can you describe those in detail?
1: Get my shoulder popped out? Yeah. Or I you had get ankles your ankle smashed. Yeah. So I've had my shoulder popped out five times, and it's, each time is the most painful thing ever. I also had my leg broken by Travis over here. Not Travis the gorilla, but Travis the real person, real life.
2: You fell on it yourself. You,
1: <laughs> you fell on top of me. In front
3: dirty. of our apartment,
1: yeah, and you keep, no one saw.
3: You do there was like five
1: supposed witnesses, and no one saw. You were like the mob, threatening <laughs> everyone to keep quiet and not say they saw anything.
0: I don't know. No one saw. I didn't feel very threatened. I wasn't threatened. I'm not a
2: threatening person.
0: You, <laughs> you <just> were to <laughs> me when you broke my leg. Well, regardless, but
1: you, but you from know what that, that feels like right. Well, now I do. Yes. <laughs> It, was, um, it wasn't that bad. It was very bad. I was in a cast for months.
3: That was a year ago.
1: Still, I'm not over it. <laughs> Speaking of uh, broken ankles, it sounds like your gorilla's, is he, like, playing with me, or is he, like, trying to kill me or hurt me, or what is your goal?
2: Uh, He's trying to defend his territory, which you happen to be in right now, so either you leave or you die, oh. and that mango gets smashed in your face. <laughs> Your face is covered in, like, mango juice. Mango so. juice.
1: Splatter. So, uh, did you guys let me know if you guys give me a die, right. by the way?
0: I think a black die.
3: Yeah, I was Oh, was I can get dye. out of this
1: scene okay? Okay, I'm going to keep this black die. Okay. So, the scene ends with me crawling away, battered and broken. And for you guys, I have vanished because I'm not going to get back anytime soon because I'm, like, half a mile into the jungle and I'm going to have to try to make some kind of shitty crutch to be able to get around. Okay, let's go to Becky. You're the star of the scene.
3: Okay, so I think I'm going to switch it up and I will resolve a scene instead of establishing a scene.
1: Okay. I think her and one of the two drug dealers should either go out looking for Denny or go out looking for the gorilla. And maybe now that he has a gun, maybe they can do so, is my suggestion. What do you think, Travis? Are you talking to the gorilla or to me? <laughs> to you, the person oh. of real life. The gorilla's name is Travi. You, yes, Travi, get it right.
3: Travis.
2: Okay, well, I didn't hear most of what you said. I was spacing out. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, we could, but uh, the guy with the gun has no intention of looking for the gorilla because, you know, he's not cursed. He doesn't care. He has no connection to uh, Travi. But oh, he does Brad's have a
1: character.
2: Brad's character might, but he doesn't have a gun. Maybe
0: uh I thought
1: you took the gun back.
0: No, the uh he, Frankie has the gun.
1: Oh, you have the gun. Took yep. it from the Russian? Oh, okay.
0: Maybe it's my character and maybe she thinks she's getting me to finally agree to help. But really, I'm just looking for uh a quiet place to finish victimizing. You're going to get murdered in the woods. <laughs> Or maybe attempted murder. Attempted, sure. probably.
1: I say that the three of you guys should go out looking, not for Denny, but for this gorilla. Because we have the dynamic of the man with the gun who might not want to use it, or maybe he does. And then you have your own plans to maybe take this captain out alone and maybe bonker in the head with a rock or whatever. And you're trying to get them to help you capture the gorilla and not kill it. So I think that's a good way to set up the scene. And I suggest that you guys go out away from the beach and into the jungle looking for this gorilla. But maybe you guys don't actually care about finding it. I think that's a good way to start the scene.
0: Yeah, my motive is definitely just dealing with Becky's character. Like, I don't care if I escape with Frankie. We've both done illegal things. He's not going to wrap me up for hijacking. The captain of the boat, I don't want her as a witness.
1: Sure. And why would Travis not just aid you in just killing this? Captain, because um, I've got nothing against Captain.
0: I don't think he's Thanks, an inherently Taff. bad person. He's just a businessman. Mm. I'm the one that has things that need to be covered up. But sure. I mean, he has things he doesn't want coming to light. But so, like, the I'm, only
2: person I have intention of killing might be Brad's character, just to keep my stuff from coming to light. But that's mm-hmm. not right now because we're on a deserted island. Sure, he's got no one to tell.
1: Perfect. Becky, you are walking these guys through the woods. They don't seem super occupied. Maybe to find this gorilla. Start scene.
3: All right, fellas, let's find Travi the gorilla.
0: Sure, Captain. Whatever you say.
3: All right. Do you have the? Do you have the? Have we recovered the tranquilizer?
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We recovered that. Yeah? yeah. Don't worry about it, Captain. We are on top of things.
3: I am suspicious of Scott. I don't trust this motherfucker at
0: all. I just want to do whatever it takes to get off this island, Captain. Mm-hmm. I'm checked out of this. I don't give a rat's ass.
3: Okay, well,
0: I did
2: find the tranquilizers, Captain. Okay, they weren't in the best of shape, but I think they will be enough to take down with gorilla.
3: All right, well, let's
2: shipwrecks aren't kind. Let's
3: let's look through let's look through the through the jungle. And let's try to, let's try to recover this ape. And has anybody seen Denny?
2: You sent him off a while ago. I don't know what he was doing. He was frolicking <sighs> through the grass and singing.
3: That fucking guy.
1: You guys do hear me singing, all right? You hear the <laughs> singing song of my voice, who's in so much pain. We hear bones half cracking it's like music to the ears. Yeah.
0: So- crack crack, crack. <laughs> hey, uh, Frankie, uh, why don't you give me that gun and I'll go check ahead for Denny. Uh, there's no can-do,
2: Haas, uh, guns gotta stay with me, because I'm the one who found it. You know, fingerprints and all. Where'd you, where'd you even find that? Uh, wreckage, actually, of something or other. Might have been a blimp, could have Fine. been
0: Fine. Well, firebloom, who knows. Uh, sure, yeah, I guess you can keep the gun, uh, let's, uh, yeah, go look for it. Yeah, Frankie, Denny. keep the gun.
2: Um, I'm not giving it up. Keep it. I Doing the
3: eye thing where I point at my eyes and then I point at Frankie. I
2: don't like the way you're looking at me, Captain. You can keep your eyes on your best friend over here. And I, I, point, uh,
0: I am going to grab a big rock and say, well, it sounds like Denny's in trouble, so we better get moving.
2: There's a little bit of bone crunching. It should be fine. All right. He's so I
3: do, I do head in the direction of, of the Denny. And um, so I think for me to wrap up the scene is that, like, we do find Denny. The poor bastard. (laughs) He's all beaten. He's looking a little rough. So I sling him over my shoulder and I pat him on the shoulder and I'm like, it's all right, little buddy. We're going to head back to base. And we start to head back. And I try to try to help revive my my
0: good friend, Denny. I
1: already gave her a die. Oh, I didn't even see that. And the
0: black one's mine. Yeah. Okay. That's just Showing. Um.
1: Okay, now good scene. Now we're we'll going to go to Brad to your scene.
0: All right. I'm going to try and as they're fixing up Denny, I'm going to try and steal the gun. Oh,
1: okay. So is this scene with you and Travis?
0: Yeah, so it's going to be with it's going to be with Travis and I. I'm going to steal the gun or attempt to steal the gun. And then I'm going to uh run off into the woods, whether I succeed or fail. And uh We might encounter some natives.
1: That's true. We got to bring in the natives at some point. Okay, start scene. You approach Travis, or your character's name is Frankie.
0: Yes. Shit, look at that bum. He's all beaten up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to describe my character who's in so much pain. What the
0: hell even happened to you, kid? He goes, Travi, gorilla, (laughs) not nice. We gotta set these broken bones, or he's gonna be in trouble.
2: Yeah, all right, no, that's fair. Uh, is he? He's already in trouble. We, we could just, you know, end him <laughs>
0: if we needed Damn. to. If we needed to, just be like mercy, you know. Let's. Uh, we can keep that option on the table, but for now, we might as well do everything we can that's
2: uh, about everything I can do, but Captain, I guess Captain, uh, what do you
0: think? I, or, I guess you're probably...
1: She's not in the scene.
0: Yeah, you're not in the scene. Ah, okay. So I shout out, Captain, what do you think? But then I look up and I realize that you've wandered off into the woods and you're not here with us with Danny. For some reason, you've disappeared. Oh, listen, man, we gotta... <sighs> listen, we've both been in some rough situations. We know You know as well as I do that we're better off surviving if we take care of this kid three of us is better than two of us
2: uh three of us for what like we have four or five or however many ten
0: when it comes down to it three of us is better than five of us or ten of us if you catch my meaning
2: alright I'm not going to disagree with you there but I think almost two of us is
0: better than three all right, all right. Well, let's set his leg and we'll talk about this. Just give me a hand with this, will you?
2: Sure, yeah. I'll wrap up his leg. Okay. I, I find a couple pieces of wood and I make a
1: makeshift splint. And as, I think I would like to give a good die to Brad.
0: Um, as he's doing that, I'm going to lurch for the gun that he has set down and try and grab it. Uh, I guess I took it, and I'm pointing it at you, and I'm going to back into the woods and say, uh, you know what needs to be done. Somebody's got to do it. I mean,
2: I'm not going to stop you. By all means, go right ahead. But just, I don't want to know anything about it. I don't want to know your name. And I turn away, and I finish splinting up.
0: So I'm going to, like, back into the woods looking for the gorilla and uh, I think some people were watching us.
1: Indeed, people that see human betrayal and they think that we are indeed the savages, and that will be a little a teaser for maybe the next scene or in a future scene. Travis, you get to be the star of the stage.
2: All right. Uh, I'm going to choose to set a scene. Yeah. So the natives have seen this. They see Brad stealing from his fellow man, and running off into the woods, and they see me helping Denny. And even though we're all savages in their eyes, there are some of us who are slightly more or less savage, I guess I should mm. say. Is that you? Yeah. Fair <laughs> <laughs> <Sure laughs> uh, enough. So it going to be you and me, Denny. Danny. Den- okay. Denny? Dooney? Denny. Denny. Booney. Denny.
3: Denny like the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs>
2: Booney. Yes. Uh, I, I, finish splinting up your leg and I say, keep
1: quiet. So what is your goal for this scene?
2: My goal is, you know, get off the island. Okay. Alive, preferably. Yeah. For so the goal for g-
1: this particular scene though is to get off the island in this scene. Right now, yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: And unfortunately, I need your help because I can't man submarine by myself.
1: Oh, uh, Okay. And I go, how do you expect me to drive one? Well, you're not
2: driving, you don't drive nothing, Denny.
1: He goes, What do you want me to do? Ship bitch. What? Ship bitch. I don't know what those words mean. Yes. Except you do. for bitch. I heard that <laughs> word a lot. Uh what do you call the was that the deck boy? Uh you, you ship boy?
2: Cabin.
3: Cabin boy. Bitch. Cabin
1: no. bitch. Cabin boy. What is your shirt? saying? You're not here Denny. in the seed Cabin bitch, yeah. That's that's what I need you to be. So I just get to graduate from ship bitch from a normal ship to a submarine? If it yeah. gets me off this island, I say that's a good idea.
2: Yeah, hey, you've already made your money, you sold your stuff, right? Uh so I say we get off this island.
1: Okay, I'm down to do that with you, although what? I have an issue of, you know, it's hard for me to walk right now.
2: Look, I'm gonna help you, but we gotta keep quiet because we're being watched. That's all I know. I don't know by who, but we're being watched. We just gotta.
1: I look around no, no, frantically. No, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> calm down. It's it, it's a playful watch, just curiosity watch. Now let's. Oh, get a... like
1: what I like to do.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> no, sure.
1: Fucking
3: pervert. <laughs>
2: Yeah, let's go with that one, Danny. What you like to do
1: in your spare time when no one's looking? Oh, okay. So spy on the captain. (laughs) All right,
2: you didn't have to go into details, Danny.
1: (laughs) You never have to go into details, Danny. Just, just accept it. I pull myself up and go. I can do this.
0: (laughs) Good job.
1: (laughs) And I get a big (laughs) stick. I get a big stick. I'm (laughs) establishing our character's relationship more. (laughs) I get a big stick, and I'm going to slowly walk with you, and I guess we're able to get out without anyone seeing us?
2: Uh, Except for the people who are watching unnamed. Mm. But that's okay, because they see me leading a person out, so they're like, ooh, good person. Mm, And that's all I care about, because if you die along the way, it's not my fault. That's fair. Okay. They also
3: probably can't understand what this little pervert is saying.
2: No, no, not saying, just watching. Yeah. Like, the humanity. Like, mm. the niceness. Helpful fellow
1: person. Like me. Like sure. Denny. Yeah, like Denny. If you call yourself a person. I do. Good. I consider myself a man. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: you're going a bit stretched there. He's a sock full of sludge. <laughs> oh, my God. What an
1: insult. A little bit crusty around <laughs> the edges. Ew. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to picture what Denny does when spying on the captain. It's
0: <laughs> disgusting. Hey, yeah, the one who brought it up, so you're the one already picturing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of drinks for the Becky snorts. Yeah, if All anybody right.
3: plays that game at home, that was like four Yeah, it's
1: actually a good drinking game. Make sure to um, take a sip every time Becky snorts. So what is our die currently at right now?
0: I uh, gave Travis a white die because he was able to convince Denny to escape with just him and abandon his captain. Okay, yep.
1: that is fair.
2: You're, you're a special friend that you watch. That's true. I, I convince you to abandon them and we are on our way to escaping.
1: Perfect. Whether or not we make it. We are in our last four scenes of this uh, fiasco. We have two positive die, two negative die, but that last die that comes up, you're not stuck with whatever it is. That one, just like with the setup, is a wild card die. Well, I guess it's just a wild die. So that one can change depending on the scene. Okay, let's go for our last single terms with everyone. So this is going to be the time to um, wrap up any loose threads, the best we can but we can always uh, fix things in the final montage and I'm gonna start here and I think I am going to establish a scene it's going to be me Travis and Becky Becky is going to catch up with us more importantly she's gonna catch up with me actually maybe this just be between me and Becky. And she's going to catch up. I've fallen behind. Travis is up ahead. And you are perhaps trying to figure out what's going on. And my goal for the scene is to not let you figure out what's going on. Because I do not want you to join us. In fact, I'm fine with you just staying here on this island forever and not being rescued. And I don't want you to figure out why I'm just randomly crutching off in a random direction. And also... With his binoculars in hand. Yes.
0: It's because bros before hoes.
1: It, well, I'm not gonna say that. Well we'll see. <laughs> All right, Denny seen uh whatever scene this is with uh what's your character's name again?
3: Tomasina or Tomas- Captain
1: Tommy. Captain Tommy. You catch up to me.
3: Denny, what are you doing out of bed?
1: He goes You never gave me a bed. You barely gave me a hammock to sleep in. Okay,
3: Denny, listen. I gave you the nicest hammock when I brought you back from the jungle. All beat up because you couldn't reason with the very docile ape.
1: You told me to go capture it.
3: I did. I told you to capture him and then you must have said something to piss him off.
1: I was being nice. Denny. He goes, well, I'm going out for a walk.
3: Denny, listen, you are in no shape to be out walking. What I was, oh, can you just get back in your little hammock?
1: Because I go, I am going to go do something important. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go find food for Denny, everyone. I Denny, will contribute.
3: You are in no shape to contribute.
1: No. You've made a great lunch. That is what lunch. a cabin boy does. He contributes.
3: Denny. Barely, you barely contribute. You made a great fish lunch. You're you're in really rough shape, man. Can you just can you just come back with me and get in your little hammock? And then when you're feeling better, you can contribute.
1: I am feeling like I need to use the little boy's room. Please leave me be,
3: Denny. You look like you got hit by a Mack truck named Travi. Can you please just get back in your hammock? And we'll discuss this later when you're feeling better.
1: Okay. So uh, thank you for that. I will take that black dye and I'll put that in my personal stash. You're going back to your hammock, bud. (laughs) Am I going back to Hammock or am I giving up information? I think it will be more conflict if I give up information. I go, fine, fine. Why are you always so persistent? There were always so many of our workers that did half the work I did. But you'd always pick on me. Fine, fine. I was going to abandon you on this island. Fine, fine. The weed dealer knows the way off the island and he's bringing me because I'm of importance to him. So and then I go, damn. and then I go, whoops, and I cover my mouth. So
3: Captain Tommy's a little shook, <laughs> a little shook. I'm like, excuse me, Denny, Denny, you were gonna abandon me? Ooh, Denny, what the fuck?
1: Rose before hoes. And
3: then I slap you again. (laughs) Ah!
1: And I crumple instantly.
3: (laughs) End scene. sling you over my shoulder and bring you back to your hammock.
1: What do you do about the man up ahead? Because I did tell you he knew a way off the island. Oh,
3: I'm coming for
1: you, motherfucker. And with that, we segue into Becky's scene, her final scene.
3: So my final scene. I'm coming for you, Trav. No. What's your name? Frankie Frankie you
2: can go for travel all you want he's way out <laughs> in the middle of the woods
3: Traf, I've given up hope on finding that poor gorilla yeah he seems happy here it's fine yeah, but cursed. I'm coming for you even though I'm cursed I'm like okay first of all you turned my Denny away from me do you I, know how long it took me to like
2: I offered him salvation he yeah took no
3: it. he did not want it actually <laughs> this <laughs> is kind of his thing
2: you sound like you want it for like 30 <laughs> seconds before you bitch. <laughs> we have an
3: interesting relationship I don't want to talk about. Yeah,
1: it is a very strange relationship. Very much love-hate. Mostly is. hate. Mostly Actually, hate. a lot of love, it sounds like. <laughs> a
3: lot of love, weirdly enough. Yeah. I saved it's, you. It's,
1: it's, a, it's a very layered relationship. Oh, it's then like he's got a lot
2: of love. He's like a crusty sock for
1: you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing you've ever said.
0: It's <laughs> still not up. as bad as a sock full of sludge.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that was a good sludge. insult. I don't know how really I would respond good. if someone called me a sock full of sludge. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in the back of yeah, my head. Yeah, you need to.
0: I've, I've never even heard thing. that before as an insult. No. So just,
1: your scene is chasing after Travis or Frankie on the beach yes. as he's going forward. He's trying to find the submarine to get into it and get out. Um, and he thought in my character, I think probably at this point, I went back to the Bing camp probably. So mm-hmm. now it's just you and Travis. I tucked in. And what is your goal? <laughs> I assume your goal would so, be to join him on this trip to get out.
3: No, my goal is to like give him the shakedown and be like, we are not leaving any man behind. Like I'm the captain of the ship.
1: Okay, let's the roll with that. The responsibility
3: was my my whole. Everybody yeah. on the ship. Luckily, so you don't count as man. Everybody off. <gasps> you fucker.
2: Hey, you said any man. This was your words.
3: Human, not man. Oh, your turn. Okay, I see. Let's go.
2: Ooh. Let's
3: go, Frankie. You know how to get off this motherfucking island. You're taking the whole ship with you, motherfucker.
2: I barely know how to go the island, and that's if I'm lucky.
3: I grab him by the by the collar and I pull him down to me. like I'm not that much shorter than him. Like I'm kind of tall and intimidating. And I just pull him really close and I'm like, we are taking everyone off this island. Man. Frankie.
2: I mean you I can shake him a little say bit. Say all you want, but we're not getting everyone off this island.
3: We're getting everybody off this island, Frankie.
2: Look, you savage animal. We just can't physically do it.
3: Okay, you little pot dealer. We're getting everybody off grower. the island. Oh. Grower. Grower. He's I'm sorry. He's a grower, sorry. not a shower. He's a grower, not a <laughs> Why are you both so terrible? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, Brad and I have decided to give you this black tie, which we'll go over later about why we believe that.
3: Interesting. Okay. So how do you fail? We don't need you. And I just push him. And then I start to head back to the base.
1: I turn around and keep walking the direction I was
0: and saying, crazy bitch.
1: I think that you had the upper hand in this only because you have a gun.
0: He doesn't have the gun. I took it. Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, then I wouldn't have told you to give him the black die. <laughs> Uh, what was other reason, Brad, that we obviously had for why we would give the negative die? I don't know. Well, I kind of want to change my vote now to the positive still late. one.
0: I had initially thought the white die because, like, now that she knows about the secret, it's going to be hard for him to get off the island without her or the rest of the crew. That's true. The only reason I would maybe continue with the black die is that the submarine might just not physically be able to hold enough people. It might be a very small and cramped submarine. Hmm. Or it might not have the food rations or water rations needed to feed or...
1: Yeah, it could be just a small submarine. Yeah. And just, like, it's not possible to get everyone on it. That would be a negative outcome for this. When they do find it, maybe it's washed ashore or whatnot, um, it's just small. There's no way everyone can fit on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, or he's a... The crime, he's a he's a crime boss. Maybe he just doesn't agree, and he yeah. refuses. And she's kind of powerless to make him change his mind.
1: Without the gun, that's fair. All right, Brad. Now it's gonna be your turn. We got two uh, final turns before we wrap this up and get and go into the aftermath section. Uh, we should probably try to uh, play with this locals story yeah. a little bit.
0: Um, are we limited to these two white dice?
1: So this. Last scene is going to be white. If in the last scene, like I said, is a wild.
0: Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to choose to resolve the scene and I'll just remind everybody that I was last seen stealing the gun and running into the woods under the watchful eyes of the natives. And I was, probably after the gorilla.
1: Do you guys think the gorilla should be in this scene or just him? And maybe runs into that old man from earlier, the old Russian man and the rest of the locals.
3: I think the locals and the gorilla should definitely be in the scene.
1: Yeah. They, they all team up.
3: Yeah. Except
2: I, for old Russian man. He
1: can stay out of the picture, but everyone else teams up. So I, he's not in this uh, scene? Nope. No. no okay. I think
3: that the natives have found the gorilla and they, they think he's, he's
0: pure. Mm. No, the 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 island hates the gorilla.
3: The island hates the gorilla. But the, but natives, do the people hate the gorilla.
0: <laughs> if they believe in their deity, they do. But do
1: they know their deity? There. But
0: she's a vengeful deity. Do they like her? Who would mm. want to piss off their vengeful deity? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's fair. Well, maybe that's the drama. So for the they scene. they
2: team up unintentionally. So or how
1: about half the villagers? Want to save the gorilla, another half want to just kill this gorilla. Yeah, she's got to step in and try to stop, or you, I guess. Um, do you care about this gorilla? You think he wants, he
0: to, wants ki- to kill it? I want to kill it.
1: Oh, okay. And I'm getting
0: a white die. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> killing
1: <laughs> the gorilla. This okay, so scene half of the villagers are trying to protect the gorilla, they see it as a symbol of hope, the other half are trying to stab it with spears or whatever.
0: Okay, so, um. Uh, and I need to choose somebody else to be in the scene.
1: I guess we have to do that. Travis or Becky, who do you guys think should be in the scene for uh, Brad you, to interact
0: with?
2: Uh, Austin, you haven't been in the scene for a while. I guess your character can show back up.
1: Okay, should my character or should I play as one of the locals?
0: I think Ooh. he should play as a local. Local, yeah. Okay. But are you a local that wants to kill or save the gorilla?
1: Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Say- I think he should oh, no. want to save it, the gorilla. Yeah, yeah definitely save it, yes. Yeah. All right, I am a local uh, medicine woman who wants to save this gorilla, and I believe that is a symbol of hope, and we need to save it.
0: Okay. Um. So I'm running through the woods towards the sounds of the gorilla, and I start hearing... Uh, the Sons of people, which is kind of confusing. And I guess I run like pretty much smack dab into you, Austin, as the medicine woman.
1: Yeah. Um. All the rest of the savages probably like back away because they see you as the savage. And I put my hand out. I put it on your chest, and I put my other hand on the gorilla's chest as he's just standing there. And I'm trying to calm both of you guys down. And I speak in a low voice, and I do like a little. Peaceful chant to try to calm this whole situation down.
0: Okay, I'm. I put out my hand. I assure you, that the situation is calm. Mm. And then, trusting that you've never seen a firearm before, <laughs> I slowly raise my rifle and I point it at the gorilla.
1: I don't like that big stick thing. I pull and the, the trigger push really quick. It down.
0: Before you do that, I shoot the gorilla in the chest, <laughs> and it dies. <laughs> I get the white die <laughs> because I don't care what happens to me. Yeah, I know there's no getting off this island until that gorilla's dead. Yeah. And I am considering my scene successful if I kill that gorilla. True.
1: Okay, and you just fucking blast a gorilla in the chest with your
0: shotgun. And then I drop. I drop the gun and I raise my hands. Okay. Interesting.
1: What do you guys think? Um, or what do you think, Brad? Should what do the locals do of you? I don't
0: know. You're representing the locals here.
1: Um, I think that we flee, actually. Uh, maybe some will chase you with spears, but most of us will flee or go over to the gorilla and stand over it. Maybe with time we'll think that was for the best or maybe not.
0: Well, because some of them were pro-gorilla and some were anti-gorilla.
1: Yeah, pro-gorilla and anti-gorilla groups. Did, yeah.
0: Did you
3: just start like a... Like a this civil like, war. Did you just start a civil war?
1: I
0: guess On so. On a deserted
2: island yeah
0: um yeah so i'm gonna uh I'm gonna run from the uh natives that are chasing me and I'm going to say that some of the other natives since I'm resolving the scene some of the other natives are gonna come to my defense because they also believe that the gorilla had to be killed yep and I'm probably gonna be like uh captured and and taken before some kind of chief where they're gonna decide something mmm And, you know, like the medicine woman leads the natives kind of against me and others see that I did what had to be done.
1: And that's a perfect way for an ending for your character. When we get to the montage, maybe we'll figure out what they do with you based on your outcome, be it positive or negative. Maybe they just burn you.
0: But now I have hope that I can get off the island.
1: True. So, Uh, Travis, let's go to the final scene. Going to wrap up a scene. Okay, you're going to wrap it up, guys, so let's come up with a good way for him. I think that this scene should involve him, like, getting into the submarine. We don't know if he's going to fix it or not, mm. but...
3: I think that if he's is getting to the submarine, then we obviously need to bring in our NPC. The okay. The Russian
0: submarine. Oh, that's true. I think he gets in the submarine, he locks the door, he... Gets it up and running. He turns it on. He finds out it's still working. He launches the submarine without realizing the crazy Russian man was living in it and is oh, in the submarine. Oh, that's good. Go for like the so alien ending. Stuck exactly. with the
3: Russian submariner in yeah. the submarine. Oh,
1: that's awesome. Travis, I think when we're going to start this scene, you're at the helm or whatever the front of the boat of a submarine would be called. Or I guess it's in the back. It doesn't matter. It's in the center. Yeah. yeah. It's in the center. Why? That's dumb. It doesn't matter. Um,
3: Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about (laughs)
1: submarines. (laughs) Who is the one who designed submarines? Remember the first submarine that just sank to the bottom and everyone died? That was poor design work. Are you talking about the
3: one from the Civil War that was found in the coast of Charleston, South Carolina?
1: Why do you know so much about submarines? Why do you guys all know so much about submarines?
3: I don't know. I know a lot about the Civil War.
1: (laughs) Also, submarines are cool. They are cool, but still, it's a lot of information to know about them. Anyway, yeah, a lot of people died <laughs> using them. Yes. Yeah. Um, me. I don't know if he has a gun. Maybe he just has like a large, like I'm picturing like a machete that he has, and he has that up to your throat, as he puts it, like right next to you, and you're like, "Oh shit! This man's been living here the whole time."
0: Should I reprise my role as I the Russian? I was say, yes, shit All right, so Russian. it's not a machete; it's a large wrench used to work on the submarine and i like put it right to the back of your head as you're, um, getting the, the it going. You've just launched the submarine. and was like, I yell,
2: perfect. Not that he understands me. And I point to, I'm assuming there's some sort of map ish. Some Probably
1: an old school one that probably barely works.
2: Probably. And then I push towards whatever says the closest I think to Russia. And then point to that, and as we're setting off into the sea.
0: Do you want? Are you gonna resolve this good or bad for yourself? I'm gonna say good. All right, because so, I
2: want to make it off here, even if we have to go to Russia. I'm happy to get out of this island. Yeah,
0: so I'm gonna, uh, like, tap you again with the wrench and go, wah, 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 but then I'm gonna start patting you down. I'm gonna realize you don't have any weapons on you.
2: Sail and then I point in the horizon.
0: So I'm gonna like grab you by the shoulder, I'm gonna turn you around, and I'm gonna like point to Russia on the map. Thumbs up. Let's go. All right. And I'm gonna, I guess, trust you and start helping you crew the submarine. Fix it. Okay. And I point
2: to the wrench.
1: Perfect. So now this ends our fiasco. Let's get into the aftermath and resolve how the movie ends. So we're going to do the aftermath section. So what you're going to do, you have your collection of dye in front of you. Similar to what we did when we got to the tilt, you're going to roll your collection of dye, and you're going to subtract uh, the white dye from the black dye. And you're either going to have white high or black high. And then you just need to tell me what your number is of which color. If you get a high of white whatever happens to you is most likely to be um on the inside psychological while black is more physical okay and then we're gonna get into the montage section so roll your dice and do your calculation and yeah so do we add them together or we just take the highest you add them all together okay then you minus them from the other color
3: So add... Oh, yeah. You only have white. So just add them all together.
1: I have a total of eight black. Wow. What do you get, Becky?
0: Two black. Three white. Eight white.
1: Eight white. Wow. Okay. So what we're going to do is whatever color was your high. So for me, it was black. Take your whatever amount of dye that you have. And for every one you have... We're going to go around in a circle, and you're going to do part of the montage. So it's a quick montage, music playing, quick shots of the character. Every time he gets you, lift up the dice and go, this is name of your character doing this so it's a quick shot probably five seconds or less of your character doing something depending on how your character's outcome is i'm going to go around till everyone runs out of their primary die for me it is black and if some people have much less than others and we want to give them more chances to shine there's a rule in it that if you want you can pass your die to other people so let's go around and see what everyone's outcome is Mine is eight black. Eight black is nothing to write home about. Back to where you started. Maybe sore and broke. Just like yesterday and tomorrow. You probably learned something though. Like how to do it right next time. Next time. With that said, I'm going to do the first part of my montage. I'm going to lift up my dice. I'm going to go. This is Denny. Denny is on the beach. And he is walking slowly to where Travis was. Okay, Becky, what was your numbers? Two. Two what? Two black. Black two. Brutal. Wounds that will never heal. For starters, stuff is sawed off, blown off, or burned off on your way to a grand failure. Kiss whatever you care about goodbye. You may die, but you may not.
3: Okay. So, <clears throat> I don't know how I got anything blown off in the situation, but... What I think I've, uh, Captain Thomasina Nook has decided is that, fuck it, we don't need to get off this island. We're going to start our own island, and we're going to establish a town here. And so I just, you see me trying to, like, build our little village, make it nice and strong, get working on things. Maybe I lose a finger.
1: Okay. It's a brutal end to your character, remember. Yep. Not just losing a little finger, but we can get to that for the next one.
0: We're literally stuck on an island. That's true. It's not great. Well, also, we haven't gotten to the natives yet.
1: So that
2: losing a finger is causing an infection, and it's slowly working the way up the arm. Maybe.
1: Um, Brad, you got...
0: I had a white three.
1: White three. White three, grim. The stress and trauma from your little adventure is going to haunt you forever. Bits of your soul are destroyed, and you are missing a piece or two. In a few years, children are going to cry when you get too close. All your plans have ended in complete ruin.
0: Okay, so I think they have uh, chosen to spare me on the island, but they have uh, cut off both of my hands because they're disturbed at my willingness to participate in violence. Mm. And they are distrustful of everyone on the island now or all of the people that washed ashore on the island
1: so in this five second um, part of your montage for your first part of your montage what is seen these couple seconds
0: yeah so they they cut off my hands and uh, exile me to the woods
1: okay Travis eight white eight white okay nothing to crow about not better but not way worse either. Maybe the car is wrecked or your wife is leaving you or there's a court date. But compared to some of the other people you know, you're not doing too bad.
2: So I eventually make it to land. It takes forever
1: and I have to live
2: with my new friend mm. for quite some time, which is a bit of a drag. But, you know, we, we got to know each other.
1: We we became good buds.
2: Good drinking buds.
1: Dimitri. Freaky. <laughs> so in this five second bit, what are we seeing just this section? You guys... In uh, Russia, being bros together. So, yeah, making our way to port, just like playing cards or whatever in the the U-boat, just sailing. Okay, and that's your first die. I'm going to go to my second die. My second part of my montage is you guys see Denny. His leg is healing, and he has a makeshift axe, and he's cutting down trees and fastening them to make a raft. Uh, Becky, do your final part of your montage.
3: So... Um, I guess it's, it's, it's harsh, right? No, it's brutal. Uh, so yeah, the infection spread and I lost my arm in my makeshift village and some of my villagers, you know, they're not quite here for it. So, you know, some of them left, some of them are staying, but you know, I'm one arm down. I've got this shanty village, but I'm not dead.
1: True. Brad, go into your second die, your final part of your montage.
0: So um, I approach the captain's village, and I try to beg for mercy, but um, the I'm an outcast there as well. So my five seconds is I come up to the village without my hands falling down outside the gate and they refused to open it for me.
1: Mm, very good. And Travis, the final part of your montage. Uh, Or no, you have one more.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so, we do eventually make it to Russia. Unfortunately, I don't have a way home from here. But, you know, I've made a new friend. Dmitri is a pretty chill guy, all in all. He's lived a hard life, but, you know, haven't we all? True. So, I start traveling around the, the western I don't even know what ocean we're in some part of Russia with my new friend and am looking for a way home
1: interesting okay the final part of my montage is that the last thing you see of old Denny is me on my raft and at this point I'm so sick and skinny um, I have nothing left to me and I do eventually wash up next to a boat, and they pull me on board. Yes, I am rescued, but, like, my mind is a little bit broken, and I will never return to the seas that I once loved. Travis, we end with you.
0: I've got one more die.
1: Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. perfect.
0: Um, So, my last scene, I'm uh, wandering into a cave where I collapse, and I uh, just drink from a puddle on the ground and I fall asleep and I have nightmares of a gorilla ooh
1: the gorilla comes back to haunt you one more time you do not end the curse maybe
2: um I never make it back home I I find a new home in Russia uh now me and Dmitri meet up with some local people we just we live in a town I never make it back home. I never see my family, but I live out the rest of my days in northern Russia. Hmm. Cold, but, you know, alive. Yeah. Did
3: um, you learn the language?
2: Enough to survive, but not enough to where, like, the people actually think I'm Russian.
0: Do you still grow a pot, or did you switch to something else like methamphetamine?
2: Uh, well, pot's as illegal as methamphetamine, but we still do some minor drug uh, selling. Nice.
1: And what kind of drugs? A weed sell. Cocaine. Cocaine, nice. Nice. You got to appeal to your audience. And with that, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you guys for playing. So what do we think about Fiasco? So this was one of our first truly GM-less RPGs, although there's a bunch of great ones out there. And uh, yeah, what do we uh, think about the storytelling devices being used here? I personally really liked how the dice were used by others to kind of force you into adapting and uh, changing up the scenes and we kind of changed the stories. We went through others' inputs.
3: I like the collaborative aspect of it, of the how we can help each other tell each other's stories. Mm. Um, I liked that. And I also liked that it was a GM-less system so that we could actually play with you.
2: True. Sure. I also liked how it made us like, determine our relationships with each other by, like, the die or by, like, just people convincing each other how to do it. Uh, Because, like, there's a lot of stuff we had to make up, but, like, it was still fun. Mm. It was just, like, more of a challenge to be like, okay, this is how I'm friends with him or this is how I know this person, even though, like, I'm a farmer, but I'm also a, know a drug smuggler by profession.
1: Even he has to come up with, like, why.
2: Yeah. How we, how I wound up in jail.
1: True.
0: I was really nervous to play this game because I'm not usually a big fan of improv mm. or like kind of like acting in character on the spot. When I role play, a lot of times I like to do it in like the third person. Yep. Um, so I was really nervous about that. But I think that the relationships and the dice mechanics actually made this really easy and comfortable to role play in. Um, I felt more confident role playing in this than I think any other game that we've played. Really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Um,
1: yeah, definitely the relationships help and uh, flesh these out, make it easier for you to get into character.
0: I think it's three things. I think it's the relationships that we flesh out beforehand. I think it's discussing what will be involved in the scene before um, we act out the scene. And I think it's being told by the table whether it's going to go positive or negative.
1: Yeah, so you're giving the framework for the whole thing, just you gotta flesh it out a little bit. Yeah. And it's definitely enough, like, you are making the scene. But you also have structure to it.
0: Yes. You're not just kind of like
1: improvising an entire thing. Yeah. You have structure.
0: Yeah. I also kind of
3: like how the other players have input into how your character is. Because I feel like we all, we can all kind of fall into like a character that's comfortable for us. But like, you definitely made me be more domineering. Because you mm. were like, you're my boss and I'm afraid of you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
3: I like that. Like, it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone of a character that I would normally play.
1: Now, before this, I told you guys we were playing a tropical game. And I think I told you guys that you guys would be, that you guys would be washed up on an island. Originally, before I even told you how character creation would be made, Brad was like, I'm going to play a drug smuggler of some sort. And he was lucky enough that based on the prompts, he was able to play that. But how about if Brad said, I want to be an airplane pilot that crashed here? We could have maybe found a way to work that in, but it would have been difficult. Do you think that in this game it works for its advantage? That you are a little bit limited, although you can improvise it a little bit. You aren't just giving 100% free reign of what exactly perfect thing yeah. you want to be in the world. If you came in going, we're doing this thing, and I really, really want to be this. I don't know anything about the game, but I'm playing this.
2: Yeah, I think had we added, like, if we just made people, like, absolutely random things, like, as you said, an airplane pilot instead of a drug smuggler, I think it would have added more to the improv side of it. I don't know if that would have made it better or worse, mm. but definitely would have made it more, like, a bit more of a challenge.
0: I I think the game is actually deceptively open. Like, yes, I said I wanted to do that, and that was actually one of the options. But even if, uh, instead of rolling drug smuggler I had taken the Met in Jail or uh, one of the other crime-related ones. I could have just said that the crime I was running away from the police for was smuggling drugs, or the reason I met Travis in jail was smuggling drugs. Mm. Or if I wanted to be a pilot and uh, my relationship with Becky could have been that, that like, um, I landed my uh, pontoon aircraft in the water and she thought I was under distress and that's when I hijacked the boat. Like, I could have... Worked in being a pilot somehow, I'm sure, even if it wasn't like the main focus of my character.
1: Yeah, For he sure. still could
2: have kept his like persona being like a drug smuggler ish type person. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's like, it's like, you are rival farmers, or <laughs> but like you can kind of do whatever you want. Or I didn't, it didn't even say farmers, it was like. It was like rival, like corporate uh, businessmen. Yeah,
3: rivals in the same field. Yeah, I r-
2: think. rivals in the same field, or like the example was corporate businessmen.
1: Exactly, and you had the idea of doing um, weird farms. Yeah, weird farms. So we just rolled with it, and it worked out. So yeah. it's just prompts at the end of the day. Just prompts to stay in, but you can really change it how you want. What do you think about it, Becky?
3: I like the the prompts because it kind of gives you a direction, but it's open enough that like. We could work in any of the crazy random shit that we wanted to, which mm. we always do.
1: And what do you guys think about the main thing in this game is that while there are dice that are used to help tell the story and also help generate the ending end of the movie and also the middle point, the tilt, there's not really rolling. Brad, if we're playing uh, most of our action-based RPGs, uh, you would roll dice, and based on what you got, you would hit the gorilla, and then either it would die, or maybe you would take away from its hit points. You roll for that. In this, you don't roll. It's dictated by how the story plays out. And how people determine whether you kind of get, succeed or not succeed. Exactly.
2: I, th-
0: I think there's still some element of randomization. It's still essentially rolling dice, even though you're not physically rolling dice. Just like some other games, have you used like a deck of poker cards this is kind of like your ability to influence your audience. Like mm. if I said, I'm going to have this scene with Becky, I could start out by saying, I'm going to try and get Becky to do this. And then if she puts up a resistance, you guys might decide, actually, I'm not going to succeed. So there's like, I can't, ex- I, even though I can say how the scene is going to start, I can't control Becky's response. So I don't know when I declare the scene and I can try and load it in my favor by describing it in really good detail, but I don't know how it's going to, out So, I mean, it's not rolling dice, but there's still, I think, like, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, I get what you're saying.
3: It is interesting, too, because, like, at the beginning of the game, like, the first part where you give your dice away, I was actually collecting a lot of white dice, and I was having to give them away. And as you saw at the end, I still had a black dice ending. So it was, it's weird, because, like... At the beginning, I was doing really well, but I had to give away all my good dice. Mm. So okay. it just, it, it kind of makes you have to bend your narrative a little bit where I was like, shoot, I, th- I thought I was doing well and now I lost my arm. Yep. So I kind of had to like twist it a little bit because I was like, fudge. Because like, I, I, I didn't think my natural narrative was going in that direction. But because of the dice that I was given towards the end, even though I had earned
2: white
1: dice. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying.
0: You, I think you also have the ability to kind of influence chance by choosing to resolve a scene instead of setting a scene. True. Because then you can uh, let the other people decide the scene and just take the dye color that you want by being like, okay, it's either going to go good for me or bad for me. Yeah. So um and then that also goes kind of into the strategy of since you want to be the one with the highest black or the highest white generally you know maybe you're going to intentionally give austin the white die if he's been collecting black dice mm. you can say no this scene's going to go bad for you cuz i want to be the one with the most black dice sure so there are, i think a lot of different it's aspects not of just strategy dictated
1: by the others you do have choices yeah. um and like you said, resolve and really, like, although you don't know what the scene's about, you can decide exactly if you're going to pass that scene or not. Yep. What do you think, Travis, about having dice in a game, a role-playing game, but not really using them to uh, complete skills or actions or whatnot?
2: I found it very refreshing. Like, because hmm. I, I, we've played, what, D&D and uh, Deadlands, all those so many times. And this is, like, a change of pace, but not in a bad way. Yeah. It's just... Different and it's nice. Yeah. it is nice to change what's going on and what how you play a game.
1: For sure, so it's I, definitely I, a different pace. than like when we play Dungeons and Dragons, every ten minutes I'm asking you guys roll perception, and everyone's rolling their d20s yeah. on the board. Here, there's not really rolling; it's just one die that you'd even roll. Someone puts it in front of you, dictates how the scene goes. Yeah,
2: and for the things you do roll, it's it's still like randomized, like the number. But you get to kind of choose because there are a bunch of numbers to pick from because we roll what sixteen dice for four people. Yep. So it it's some chooseability with some randomness and yeah, as Brad said, it's really nice combination. Sure. And I
3: think it makes you be more creative.
2: Yeah, because it's it's open to interpretations. So you can go yeah. wherever you want. And as Brad said, if you detail the scene more, hopefully it goes more in your favor, even if it's in a bad way.
1: Very true.
3: And I feel, like, I feel like Brad was really good at setting up in a bad way for himself. <laughs> well, I wanted those black dice.
0: <laughs> you Nailed did get it. some of them. I ended up getting more white dice than black. Did you really? I started with two black dice, so I was like, I'm going to make things go bad for my character. Sure. But then I made mistakes. So,
1: And that's another interesting thing, that if you start the game trying to go only for black in the beginning, you passed your dice over people so we can keep giving you white die. Yeah. So then you might have to change your whole approach to it. Well,
2: I think he was basing it off what he got from the first round. So he got mm. two in the first round. He's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to stick with black die. But then he kept doing things that we were like, oh, yeah, he'd succeeded. That. Yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah, so you he would get...
1: shoot the gorilla in the chest. Sure, he's huh. a dickhead.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so he kept succeeding, so he get, kept getting white dice after the two black dice he got originally. True. So...
3: Yeah, it's definitely an interesting mechanic that, like, we haven't seen a lot of that sort of mm. pass the dice around.
1: Exactly. Everyone passing and helping others establish a scene and end the scene. Yeah. I do like that. And as far as uh, storytelling RPGs go, I've been played a ton. I've played a couple, and this is probably so far my favorite, um, especially with how it gives you plenty of opportunities to be creative. It gives you enough structure so you're not just overwhelmed with way too many choices. You have a little bit of a start point and a little bit of an end point. You can kind of fill out the whole thing, and you could definitely... The game encourages you to change things up.
0: It was fun to finally be able to play a game with you, Austin. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's fun to play a game all together. I
2: like your new character there. He's pretty... Pretty oh fancy. Denny, Denny's yeah,
1: my favorite. he was inspired because my voice has been cracking recently, so I wanted a character who had a like a nerdier voice that's been like breaking. So I want to give him that, mm-hmm. and I was just picturing—I don't know the character's name, but he's a character from The Simpsons who's like all pimple face, and he usually always works like a like a minimum wage job yep. at like Krusty's uh, Krusty the Clown's uh, burger place. Yep. I, I think you name. nailed it. Yeah.
3: I, I know exactly what character you're talking about.
1: Yep. That was the only inspiration. I was like, I want to play that character for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And he's he a just... fisherman also, apparently. He's a fish farmer. A fish farmer. Fish farmer yeah. A fish farmer, apparently. He's just a normal fisherman. Scenes. He just collects fish. I don't know how that's a fish farmer. <laughs> it's not like he, like, breeds them. Well, you never know. You could breed them right in the boat. Yeah, and, Be like, it's got a and not even his boat.
3: I could imagine, like, Captain Tommy finds your collection and just, like, throws it overboard, and is like, enough of this shit, And Danny. I'm
1: like, so- no, it took months to collect all those. <laughs> got to restart. Got to start all over again. Not
0: <laughs> on my boat, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was No. Trying, I was trying to base my character on a uh, character in a book I read a few years ago. I can't remember
1: well thank you guys for playing that was fun i'm glad we're able to sit down and play rpg together as all players so it was fun playing fiasco thanks for the audience for listening to this uh, three-part saga of our setup in the two acts uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be returned with other great indie role-playing games soon. And also watch out for those Trash podcast reviews where Travis and I step away from role-playing games for a second and we talk about different movies and TV shows. With our more recent episode, um, by the time you listen to this or not, being us talking about the third season of Love, Death, and Robots. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you return for another episode of the Beer and Pretzel podcast.